My name is Alex Wheatle. I'm the author of um, now 40 novels now. I was first published in 1999 with Bricks and Rock, published by Black Hammer Books. Um, my earlier books were based on my own um, experiences living in care and living in Brixton in that tumultuous time in the late 1970s and early 1980s. And then I progressed onto young adult fiction. I created the, uh, the Crompton series, um, and that done really well for me uh, with Crompton Knights winning the Guardian Fiction Award, Young uh, Children's Fiction Award in 2017. And it's been translated into quite a number of languages. It's done really well for me. And of course, Crompton Knights was uh, adapted onto the stage. My Crompton Knights series, I decided to uh, create a fictional town because I was um, getting weary of always being known as writing for only South London and only South London people might be interested in my work. And so I decided to create this um, space that could be anywhere. It's not just London, but can be anywhere in the UK. And um, I started that with a book called Little Bit that was published in 2016. That proved very successful. It was um, shortlisted and nominated for a number of awards. And the follow-up was Crompton Nights, where I had four young people who um, go to the, um, the most dangerous um, side of Crompton, to the north side of Crompton, and they try to retrieve um, a mobile phone that's been uh, stolen by one of their ex-boyfriends. And so they go off in this adventure. They come across all kinds of barriers and people who get in their way, uh, rival gang territory and bad cab drivers and this rotten bad luck as well. The narrative is almost like a King Arthur-like um, quest story where they go for all these adventures uh, to bad lands, if you like, to try and retrieve this thing, the phone, and also to try and get back home, which is uh, just as difficult as getting there in the first place. And through this uh, journey, they learn so much things about each other. They learn about friendship. They learn about staying together at all costs when enemies are surrounding you. And so that is the, um, the life lessons of this story, that it's better to um, face things together rather than face things apart. And so that was adapted by MTS Hussain. Um, Esther Richardson, she's the uh, artistic director of Pilot Theatre in the north of England. She loved the book and she wanted to adapt it. She um, first did Mallory Blackman's Noughts and Crosses for the stage. That was very successful. And uh, she wanted to do Kronk Tonight. So I met up with her and the uh, adapter, MTS Hussain. And I allowed her, I said to her that um, have a free reign because I didn't want to um, always sit behind her or for her to be fearful of any way of interpreting her own impression onto the narrative. And so she was very happy about that. So she went away and she did this incredible um, adaptation of my book. Uh, now and again, maybe four or five times during the process, she would um, she would check with me, Alex, is this okay if I tweak this or I play around with this? And at one point, she wanted to change one male character into a female character for balance, uh, gender balance, and I was very okay with that. And uh, she brought many things to it that I didn't see at the time. Uh, she brought a musical element to it that I wasn't thinking of for the, um, the stage adaptation. She bought many things that I was impressed by. And it's it's really great to have somebody who, who is a creative come with their own ideas and own interpretations and own creativity that I might not have. And so sometimes uh, an, an adaptation can work better 
um, if you look on it with fresh eyes. Um, I mean, if I did it, I might have just um, done a sentence by sentence, um, paragraph by paragraph, page by page. I might have just done that, but she brought a new energy to it that really livened up the piece. And when I actually uh, saw it performed in rehearsals, I was blown away. I was simply blown away. You know, I was so thrilled to bits by what MTS had done. And it was a collaborative process. And I think as um, the writer of the source material, um, you have to allow yourself, for um, whoever's going to adapt your work, to give them that freedom. And so uh, they can just go off and they can put their own impression on it. And you can get fantastic results by doing that. The first time I see it perform live was at the Belgrade Theatre in Coventry. So I went up to there on first night. I sat, I think, in the second row, and I was just thrilled to bits. It's almost like um, somebody, uh, somebody tiny, had um, managed to get um, beyond my brain and see how it works. That's how that's how incredible it was to have that feeling that someone's uh, adapting your work and it's now there on the stage. It was an incredible feeling. And um, as Soda went off on their run, they played at about four or five venues. Um, I saw it again in Brighton. Uh, I wanted to um, see it um, in Manchester. I couldn't quite make it there. And I was very much looking forward to it, to coming down to the Peckham Theatre in London. But I couldn't quite, well, it didn't quite happen because of uh, COVID-19 and the lockdown and so forth. But um, some weeks later, I think it was about May, I think in the middle of May, they decided to live stream it. And that was an incredible success. I think within about a week, there was something like 10,000 hits on YouTube of um, theatre goers who managed to see that live stream on the internet, which was which is fantastic. And so I'm really hoping that we will get another opportunity to tour again with the same cast because um, the cast were marvellous and fantastic. And I was really looking forward to um, seeing them uh, come together again and uh, hopefully uh, play all over the UK once more and perhaps even going abroad. For any writer out there who's um, developed the source material, I think you get the best results when you actually give whoever's adapting your piece of work some, some kind of freedom to add their own interpretation and add their own creativity and to get, just give them license to um, think freely and uh, to come forth with ideas that they might have because when they do come with those um, new, uh, fresh ideas, it can liven up your source material. Uh, there's maybe some uh, aspects that um, you might not even um, think about or recognise. But when it actually, um, when you listen to these ideas, you think, wow, I didn't think of that. And so I always think it's best if um, there's a collaboration going on. It's not just um, you looking over the shoulder and making sure that... Um, they're just keeping line for line, sentence to sentence, paragraph by paragraph of the original source material. I mean, some of the best adaptations in history are, are, are written by um, different people from different eras even. I mean, if you look at um, West Side Story, I mean, uh, I, I, doubt, I very much doubt that William Shakespeare imagined his piece to be a musical set in New York City. So I think Give them license, whoever's creating your work or adapting your work. Give them license to think freely, to be creative, to add a new energy to it. Mm -hmm.